Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. <laughs> I'm down. Let's go. We'll go all night. We got the Dude. whole gang tonight. We can't go all night, but we got a nice little break. Um, the last Sunday football, night session. The last football game just finished an overtime session here with the Colts and Packers. So everybody desperately looking for something else to do in the small window before you go watch more football. Hang here in. for a little bit. We've got uh, Celtics free agent. Uh, I don't know. Is this a wrap up? I mean, this might be a wrap up. They may be done. This, this may is, be your team. This is first impression for these guys. Where have they been all weekend? I know. Oh, don't say it like it's a bad thing, John. <laughs> They've got lives. Thing? These guys have lives. Okay. Hey, I popped in Friday. I was there. He was here. But we've been here Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Th- uh, the draft on whatever day. What was Wednesday. The draft hours. Yep. That feels yeah, like a marathon. That, feels like that was a marathon ago, session. Yeah. A fun thing I learned today after we found out that Jason Tatum, and that's the news of the day, that Jason Tatum signed his max extension, and that's what we're going to lead with here, um, is uh, Jason Tatum's a month younger than uh, Peyton Pritchard. Whew. That oh, that's that. what you're going to say, John? Wow. John John was the one that was, like, calling this months ago, saying, like, look out for Tatum. You never know. He may not stay in Boston forever. Now well, look I, at you. Okay. You no, were, no, no. You were scared. I, you were I've scared. been very clear. My fear is where he goes after this contract. That's it. Oh, come on. This is, this is huge, John. This is huge. Are you no, kidding this me? this was automatic. Nobody thought he wasn't signing this. My fear is what he does after this. That's right. the whole ball game is Tatum's, Tatum's third contract. Tatum and Brown's third contract. But let's talk about this. He's here. This was a fait accompli. We knew it was going to happen. On the horn here, Jimmy Toscano, Bobby Manning, Josue Pavano. Just kidding. <laughs> Josue Pavano. Uh, everybody's back, and we're talking about – so we have a few things that happened. Uh, and over the weekend, also, Celtics uh, plugged a couple holes with a couple of signings. We're going to debate the merits of those. We're going mm-hmm. to pour water all over everybody's Bogdan, Bogdanovich insanity. Uh, that, that <laughs> I'm so glad I missed that. That consumed them for twenty-four to thirty-six hours. Just insane Celtics fans assuming that. And I'm gonna, was- I'm gonna tell you how they can still do it. Oh God! Okay, we'll get. See, <laughs> Bobby's, Bobby's, a, he's an enabler. Bobby's not giving Bobby. up. He's not giving he's an up. Enabler. All right, so there's that, and then uh, I want to talk a little bit about. It. We're gonna go back to Hayward a little bit too, because I've got a, not a develop. I have a slight developing opinion on that. Let's start with Tatum, guys. We knew this was gonna happen. It's a good thing. I don't have a ton to say about it, other than. I mean, what questions can you ask here? Are you worried at all that the, the money affects him, um, that he becomes Mr. Aloof superstar guy? I have no idea. I mean, he knew he was getting paid. He got paid. Everybody in his class, you know, De'Aaron Fox, Donovan Mitchell, they all got the same deal because this is how the NBA works. If you're good like this, you get this deal, and they got it. Yeah. So here he is, 195, bling, huge deal for a friggin' – He's 22, but in our hearts and our eyes, he'll always be 19. <laughs> I saw someone say 19 and 1,400 days or whatever it is. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Counting. Uh, Jimmy, uh, initial thoughts uh, here. Yeah, it's huge news for, for Deuce Tatum, who's going to have the best Christmas ever. Um, so good for him. Um, yeah, but yeah, like you said, John. Maybe Tatum can afford a hoop now. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, true. I like that. Yeah, he's going to have a whole like new that. court now. Yeah, I wonder if we'll, I wonder if we'll actually go home shopping and if, if we'll hear about Jason Tatum purchased a home like used to be Pop Pierce's home or whatever. I hear you know there's, one in, there's one in Wellesley near a cheese shop if he wants. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the neighbors are great. <laughs> if he's interested, 
police always uh, check up on them. The police, <laughs> police will always come by. That can't be a selling point. No. Tonight's um, gonna be but, fun. I can tell. But he, like you said, John, I mean, this is this this was just this is Danny Ainge wants you to talk about this. This is what Danny Ainge wants. He doesn't want you to talk about the last couple of days. He wants and, you to talk about and which is why we're not gonna spend a ton of time on this. But right, you should talk about Jason Tatum, but the truth is, this is like you said, this, this was always going to happen. Um, I think the only question was, was he going to sign the five year or the four, right? So, well, um, it's four plus one, it's a player option, yeah, it's essentially okay. a four when you think about it. It's a player option, right, which, you know is gonna, which is going to decline so he can get that second deal. So, right, really, right, it's right. a four, yeah, so it's a four, and and it goes and it starts in 22. Yes, yes, 22 yes, through 20 to 25 or 25 it would be. Yeah, so, I mean, 24, 25. You yep. You can't spin this any any negative way, John. You can try, but you really can't. I mean, this I'm is, not trying. So, no, I know you're not trying, but somebody might try, and like you just can't. I mean, at the end of it, or uh, the end of that fourth year is when it's going to get really serious in terms of you know, okay, is this guy going to stick around for you know the next extension or or what? And then we can worry about that at that point. But for now. The Celtics got their two guys, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, locked up for the for the near future here. And these are the two guys that they're going to be building around and plugging guys in and out. And, yeah, you're going to lose a guy like Gordon Hayward. You might lose a guy like Kemba Walker. But Danny Ainge is going to do everything he can to make sure that these two guys are are happy and are, you know, wanting to stick around in Boston. So, uh, good you know, good day for the Celtics. Good day for Jason Tatum, obviously. Um, and you know, they just try to go, go on from there. Other thoughts guys. Yeah, no question. It's a, it's a huge commitment. I think it's a message across the league too. I think it shows to everyone that, Hey, I'm committed to Boston right now. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Look, going into the season, you think about Kemba Walker's health. That's something that's been on my mind throughout this entire off season. And to have Tatum lock in now, is very important because who knows, who knows if next season Kemba's not hundred percent. Kemba drops off and imagine if someone like, I don't know, Kyrie Irving from Brooklyn, who's in constant contact with Jason Tatum. They both confirmed this, by the way, of course, we, we can all say that, right? So, or like, that's just one example though. Washington, I mean, teaming up with this old buddy, Bradley Beal. Like there's so many other options out there. If Kemba Walker isn't who we saw last season, look, I'm not, I don't, you know, to play devil's advocate here, I'm just saying if that happens, that could really be bad for the Celtics down the road. But now Tatum, that you have Jason Tatum committed long-term, this opens a window for the Boston Celtics. Him next to, uh, of course, Jalen Brown, who I think will be an all-star next year for the Celtics. And with those two leading the way, I think the Celtics are in great shape moving forward, for sure. Tatum, Beal, and, and Mitchell will all be on a team together in 2025. I just don't know which team that is. But in, that's a long that road. That's a long team. way of road, man. I'm telling you, this is huge. This is huge. Why not Tatum committing now is big for the Celtics. Why not us? Yeah. Bobby? Joe yeah. he had to commit. He had to commit, man. It, it, it's good. It's he a good time. He could have waited. He could have waited, Jimmy. It's yeah, a good time frame good. here. 2025. You got four years to put this thing together. The thing is, when we put it in context with what we talked about yesterday, that one step back season that this year is probably going to be as it looks right now, and then trying to push something forward for next season, you cut that in half in one swing there. So it's not a huge amount of time, but it's enough for them to work something out here, try to put another contending team together. And as long as you have those two guys, Brown, Tatum, both signed through 2025 now, you're going to be as good as any of the other top five teams in the East, probably, as long as their progression continues. So you get security here. Uh, you get stability at the top of the roster. And it sends a signal whose team this is at this point. Uh, Kyrie's gone. Hayward's gone. Horford's gone. It's just those two guys at the top. Kemba's a willing facilitator for those two. The hierarchy is set now in this roster, essentially. Definitely. Yeah, well... That is what it is. Let's whip through our other signings here, and I'm going to get some of the other. I, I want to get to Bobby's breaking Bogdan developing news on how it can get done. Um, we we do have also um, Tristan Thompson signs two-year, $19 million deal. Not We talked about this on the thread. Not my favorite. Um, I, I would have liked Thompson as a, as a, as a rent-a-buyout guy late last year. Um, just to ride out his existing whatever for whatever you could get him for, or if the Cavs were to have bought him out, I would have liked that, just because he would have plugged a need um, that from last from last season. 
I don't know that this guy is your every night starter. I think this guy is a situational role player mixed in with Tice and even Williams at times. Much that we've seen, he's an upgrade over Cantor in a different way, but much that we saw in the playoffs where each matchup calls for a different type of person and a different type of big to play minutes. That's who Thompson is to me. He's not your every night five. That's just my opinion. I don't know if you guys differ. I think uh, Jimmy likes him the best out of this group, I think. So, Jimmy, give us your give us your take for why. Yeah. yeah talk oh, well, first yeah, of talk all, us into it. I can be talking <laughs> to it. This is just my vibe. You're getting a guy for two years, 19 million. I mean, find me how many NBA players are your, you know, bona fide starter with that type of money? This guy's being brought in to be a role player, to be a guy that has championship experience, has played, um, you know, in the same organization, knows what it takes to win, has gone through some pretty bad times too uh, up there. Um, and he can come in and give the Celtics veteran leadership off the bench, something that they've lacked. Um, he can come in and give them size, something that they've lacked. He gives them, you know, the ability to play big. You put him at the five, maybe you put Tice at the four and you put Tatum at the three, Brown at the two, Smart at the one. Um, you can do a bunch of different things that, that can, you know, Brad Stevens should be very, you know, he should, he can't, he probably can't wait to get a guy like that on the team. So, I mean, we always talked about how the, the size was an issue with this team. So sure. Maybe, maybe the, maybe, um, who is the guy in Toronto that I'm blanking on right now that, Ibaka. that we all like, yeah, Ibaka, maybe Ibaka was a better fit. Maybe you could have got him. Maybe he didn't want to come to Boston. So you can always say, Oh, what about this guy? What about that I would have liked the Thompson, wing. I would have liked the sure. wing. Personally, but they, but, they, but they need us. I mean, John, you going into the year with still with just Tice and Rob Williams that like you'd have been, you'd have been okay with that. I mean, come on. This is a guy that's going to totally take minutes from both those guys. And, you know, we know all too well that Daniel Tice can pick up two quick fouls within a minute and a half of the game. So if that's the case, you're not struggling from the start if that happens anymore. Phenomenal move. It's a ginormous need. He's arguably better than Tice. In fact, I would argue that he's better than Tice from day one. I don't know if he necessarily starts. I don't know if he's going to be the everyday starter, as John said. I think it's going to be situational. But mm -hmm. this this guy is still in the prime of his career, the back end of his is prime. He? Yeah, 10 rebounds a game, 12 points a game last year. He's a double-double yeah, he's, he's not. Look, we have not paid a lick of attention to Cleveland because for a it's of Cleveland. Years. No, what I'm saying is nobody has watched a Cavaliers game in two years. Okay, nobody. No, <laughs> it's a fact. Not even in Cleveland. So, what so I'm maybe, saying is no, no, no. Better yet, better yet, John. This, how does this fill a void of the Celtics necessarily really need? Like, I, I, I'll I'll give Tristan the benefit of the doubt. Hold on, I want to hear what you're saying. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just wanted to say one thing, and then I want to hear what you have to say. My. I think people have the memory of Tristan Thompson from four years ago. I don't know that that's necessarily the same guy. And I don't think anybody has watched him play um, in a couple of years because they've been so friggin' so pointlessly obscure that nobody's turning their attention to Cleveland. But it's the need factor that Josue is getting into. Let me hear your thing. And then you, you guys can jump in over the top because I know Bobby and Bobby and Jimmy disagree. No, John, that's a really good point, too, because I was thinking the same, the exact same over the weekend. And also, like, the need that the Celtics necessarily need – the, 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 the one thing that we've been talking about is rim protection. Is Tristan Thompson really that guy? I mean, I'll give him the yeah, benefit yeah. of the doubt that he will get offensive rebounds for the Celtics. Rebound. That's one we'll thing. Answer. Yeah, he can rebound at high level, and this team can really produce from someone that can give them second-chance opportunities. I mean, that's something that would – like, you look at throughout the course of the regular season, what Daniel Tice did in games where he was really, you know, big on the offensive board, the Celtics capitalized big time. So that's one thing I'll give Tristan the benefit of the doubt. Those four or five offensive rebounds can go a really long way for the Celtics. However, rim protection, I would have much preferred to see, uh, you know, the, the Celtics go out and make that sign and trade for someone like Miles Turner. Look, I, I don't know if people think that Miles Turner, like, oh. I get it. He's young. He still has a lot to prove. But I thought that would have been him coupled with Dougie McDu McBuckets. I mean, like, that that would have been a steal, in my opinion, if you consider everything that we've been through with, with Gordon Hayward. If he was able to execute that trade – I think the Celtics are in much better shape. However, I'm not disappointed with the Tristan Thompson signing. It's better than nothing. But outside of offensive rebounding, I mean, how great is the signing? Yeah, I, I don't love it. That's wow. all. Wow. Don't love it. I don't love it either. But, I mean, it again, it's better than nothing. They had to address the front court. He did. 
So the stats weren't great last year in pick and roll defense. And in his prime, I'd say he was probably the best defensive uh, pick and roll defender at that spot in the, all of the NBA. He's 1.16 points per possession last year, which is, you know, not great. I'd we call it slippage. about average. We have yeah. But I'd also look at the roster around him. Colin Sexton, Darius Garland. These guys stink at defense. It was one of the worst defensive teams in the league. And he was the only guy doing anything for them. And if you watch them, they, he was trying. Last year, it wasn't a team that tried hard. You know, Kevin Love essentially gave up in that situation. He was still giving it his all on that mm-hmm. team. And he's an intense guy. Uh, he's a tough guy, as Jimmy said. I think all that stuff matters. And he's like Hanter, as Joe Sway said, in the offensive rebounding game. But that defense is so critical. Uh, he brings size. He brings uh, yep. versatility out there to switch out to the wing. He can move with those pick and rolls like Ennis Cantor couldn't. And that's so critical to the defense in the NBA now. Uh, he, he is just going to be such a massive piece for this team on that end of the floor. Like this, you guys are going to fall in love. I know you're not 100% sold right now, but you're going to fall in love with this guy. The only thing I do not like about him at all, he's like Shaq at the free throw line. You got to get him out of there at the end of the games. I hate guys that play themselves off floor in general. Yeah. And I just, like I said, is, you know, it's That's got Tristan Thompson ran all over it. Yeah. And yeah. you know that he is. And oh, okay. So I, let's put I, Rob just, out there. I'm worried. Rob's out of team that doesn't have it for a team that doesn't have enough shooting. You know, I just, the Tristan Thompson minutes are just going to drive you crazy there in that oh, regard. That's going to be John's new narrative. The Tristan Thompson minutes. I can see it now. Jimmy, get, <laughs> Jimmy. So, Offensively, uh, offensively, it's just gonna hurt. It's just gonna kill you there. What does this? What does this mean for Rob? That's a good point by Jimmy. Where's Rob going in all of this? Because I've been saying this for a couple weeks now. If you're not gonna go all in on him and his development in these next two years that you have him, what's he even doing on the roster? Like, if he's just gonna play here, there, you're not gonna bring Tice back. After next year, uh, Bobby earned himself more than five million dollars. He might go make himself yeah. some decent money. So Thompson, Tice is your veteran presence back there with the hope that Williams can ascend to something. Or again, you keep looking. Again, maybe we get it. Maybe you get a trade exception. Maybe you draft a big in the next thing. You know, there's more things, more opportunities down the road. But right now, for this year, you only know you have Tice for one more and Thompson yeah. for two. So right, Williams. Williams can still be a piece of that. Plus, that's around the right. time you're going to have to decide whether or not you're going to so you're going to qualify him, re-sign him, or whatever that is. So, I mean, yeah. that's that's about it. You 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 look for another year of development. He was always a guy, and Josue, you can jump in here, but he was always a guy. We said is going to take a couple of years before you see any development. Well, here we are. This right. year is critical for him. Exactly, and this signing applies pressure. This is perfect because this is it. This is the year. If Rod doesn't prove it now, he's out of here because let's face it, the Celtics have been very patient up to this point, whether it was health, whether it was you know, development. And he, he has to prove that, one, he can be someone that can protect the rim or at least defend the pick and roll at a high level. That's what the Celtics need from him. And with Tristan Thompson in there, because you know he's going to eat up minutes. For someone who can rebound and can defend, He's going to eat up minutes. And if Rob Williams really wants to prove himself, he has to he has to grab those minutes from Tristan Thompson and, and get on the floor as much as possible. Yeah. Look at everything that Rob Williams did this year as an improvement. He showed he, he was he was really good as a passer. They knew he was, but he showed it more. Yeah, he shot true. like 95% from the field in the playoffs. I mean, he, he developed a little and, baseline and jumper. His free throw stroke looked pretty well. He's just kind of an undisciplined defender that jumps and out. he's inconsistent. You don't get it every night. And so, and Brad will go an entire game without putting him in. So, I mean, it's not like Brad, it's not like he had the, you know, it wasn't like Brad was vouching for him out there. I mean, listen, if you're trying to win games now and the way this roster is built, you are, you don't really have time to be developing players out there in crunch time in these big situations. You want a guy like Tristan Thompson who's been there, done that. Oh, so critical. Yeah. Can contribute right away. Um, And then Rob can work his way in and out of that rotation. And if he, if he proves himself, capable of contributing at a high level, then he'll earn those minutes. But I'm sorry, I'm just not going to take the risk of him being my backup center as he's still developing as a you know pretty raw big man. So I think that was, a again, that was a need that they filled. I like Thompson. And one thing we haven't even mentioned that is that we might have a little Kardashian factor. We might get some Kardashians in the building. I was waiting for you up. to bring so, it up. So that's a good thing too, you know, get a little – Get a little star power back in the building. All of a sudden, Chloe's rolling. Yo, Jimmy, through. if we ever get Maybe back in the garden, 
you better stay away from that family room, bro. You better not be trying to, you know, Jimmy, don't be trying to flirt hey. with one of those like cousins <laughs> or something from the Kardashian. You better chill with that. Hey, I, I'm working. If I'm working on a story, I may need to get a couple quotes. Like, <laughs> I'm all for it. Right? I can right? see right? it now. So that's a nice, that's a nice little addition to the, to the, fan, to the team room there, right there. So I like that. What's, that what's telling about this is the Cavaliers fans are devastated. They, they wanted this guy back badly. I, I was talking to a few of them I'm, yesterday. Yeah. They, they met. They're gonna miss this guy a lot. I, they love this guy. He was a huge part of that team for years. Uh, became yeah. one of the ten best centers in the NBA. I think he's teetering on the edge of falling out of that, but he's hanging on just a little bit. So in that first year of this contract, I think if what he's a, healthy, you're gonna see great things from him. What about the Kardashian factor? <laughs> well, Kardashian? John, what you got for us? We're one for one with Kardashians. What was the dude's name? We got Chris Humphreys. Chris Humphreys was, right. was an awesome Celtic. He was awesome. And, in, and that, you know in that real Everyone, crap year, he was awesome. He was a bulldog. He was and, a and he played hard. Do you have a Chris Humphreys jersey? I've never seen – the Chris Humphreys story was so interesting because I was at that it press conference. I've never seen anybody wanting to be anywhere less than Chris Humphreys when they put him up in that press conference in Waltham. He was like, <laughs> what am I doing here? It wasn't that just was him, though. It was, it was all of them. Like, like, it was all of them. They're like, what? Gerald I couldn't Wallace. Blame him. Gerald but, Wallace, Keith Bogans. Uh, Keith Bogans. <laughs> well, Humphreys was Marshawn Brooks. like looking at his watch like, oh, man. You well, know. you also had this. The thing about Humphreys was nobody, nobody liked Chris Humphreys going into that season. He had a fight with Rajon Rondo. And so Celtics fans already didn't like him to begin with. And the Kardashian factor, again, they made him out to look very bad on that show because they have obviously all the editing power. And then Kanye but, wrote a diss track about him. So when, when I first met this guy, I was expecting the worst, but he was one of the coolest down to earth, awesome, cool dudes, nice guy, and he was again he, talking about Humphreys. I mean, he kind of reminds has some, you know, he's a double double guy too. So I mean, he's a oh, guy that's gonna get double in there. double, maybe eight eight. <laughs> no, he's a double double guy. He's a double. Tristan double Thompson, champion like swimmer too. Tristan Thompson will be a will be a will be a seven and eight guy here. Okay, book it. No, no. No, he's gonna get double double digit if he gets the minutes. I mean, I don't know what his minutes are gonna be. There's, there's gonna be there's gonna be attrition at that center position. Brad's gonna end up finding a way to play all four of those guys. Yeah, all gonna attrition get, all gonna up to sixteen minutes a game. He better be averaging at least ten rebounds a game. Dude, I think I see him in the upper 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 teens to low twenty minutes. I'm so interested. I mean, dude, they're gonna use him. I'm I'm so interested to see what kind of minutes Grant gets in that whole equation too, because we talk about what Brad didn't love out of Rob. Brad just loved Grant last year. He whatever opportunity he could find to put him at center, he put him there, and he improved quite a bit last year. What did he shoot? Forty five percent from three in the playoffs. So we can't ignore him in that discussion either. Yeah, definitely, and I think he will improve also. All right, who's our, who's our other newest Celtic? Somebody oh, says right. Khloe Kardashian on a good day is a seven. No, we're going to move on. We can move on. Uh, so Not the new Khloe. <laughs> no, there's a bit. The new Khloe is a nine. Uh, there's a bit yeah, of an argument. Debatable. The Teague that they'd rather have Wanamaker than Teague. Um, what do you guys think? Who said that? I know people like Who's Wanamaker. saying these things? I said that. What? A lot of people saying it, and here's why they're saying it: because the bench was so freaking bad, you got way more than you expected out of Brad Wanamaker last season, and as a result, people have overvalued Brad Wanamaker. But Brad Wanamaker is not anything to be. Yeah, upset are we really? Gonna, are we really gonna listen? Break I, down like Brad Brad for, I like Brad for who he was—a facilitator. He could give you defense on the other side. But this team needs instant offense. And come on, between the two, between Jeff Teague and Brad, I don't think it's even close. Jeff Teague all day. That's instant offense like off the Teague. bench. The Celtics need this. Now that Gordon is gone, Marcus Smart's in that starting lineup for good. So we're talking I, about someone coming off the bench and yeah. giving you instant offense in that backcourt. The Celtics need this. This, this is something that they, they need. And and Danny Ainge, uh, you know, addressed it this this weekend. I, I didn't see this one coming. This is a good. This is a good signing. I like it. Apparently, like it's it White Whale. He's been trying for this forever, right? <laughs> Teague can ball, man. Teague. I mean, he's been trying to get Teague forever. The Warriors, Warriors fans were thrilled yesterday to land Brad Wanamaker. Celtics fans did not like him very much here. Uh, he was always looked at as the beacon of mediocrity, which you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with being mediocre off a bench spot. I think it's better than bad. 
I I would argue that he rose above mediocrity in the bubble. He did. Had the best plus minus of anyone in the NBA in those bubble regular season the games. The free throws. The free throws. He shot ninety three percent from the line. <laughs> well, he, the league. Bobby, you're like a te- you're like a tell you're like a Celtics telemarketer, and I've got your you're like the guy who calls people. And you've got a cue card for all the things you're gonna say, and I know every one of them. Okay, and yeah. every Celtics fan has the same list of things they say. Oh, and he does this, and he does this. Oh, it's a checklist. You need it. Six oh, six three. He could rotate in, give you a different size than Kemba Walker did at that position. Yeah. I believe Teague's a short. Isn't Teague like six one? He's he's on the shorter side too. Uh, and then on top of that, let's not forget that six, Toronto series. That we, all right, same size. Throw that one out. But the Toronto series, he was so good. He was phenomenal in that series. Hit threes, had a couple double-digit scoring games, and I thought he was just such a trustworthy hand off the bench there. Teague is not good anymore to me. I was never a fan of him in his prime. I still remember him running out the clock in that 2016 series against Boston at the end of regulation and just not taking a shot. Uh, Always a score-first mindset, which is where their bench seems to be going. Defensively not great. Not efficient in Atlanta last year. Minnesota fans did not like him there. I don't love it, but it's better than nothing. It's better than Peyton Pritchard, probably. Wow, damn, Bobby, you really I don't. Mean, like another, Jeff an- another veteran, another veteran, you know, guy coming in off the bench to sort of balance off some of the young guys. I mean, I, I just I think. Why did you not give Brad Wanamaker a qualifying offer? You could have matched the four million no. or whatever they gave to him. What were we? What were we talking about a week well, ago? Isn't I mean, listen, I'm not calling him Eddie House, but what were we talking about? The Celtics need someone that can just come off the bench and give you instant offense. When's the last person? When's the last time they had someone like that? I can't remember. It's been a long time. I think T could be that guy. Well, he shot forty-one percent with the Hawks last year, so hopefully he'll be efficient offense. His total for the season was now your cherry picking stats. His total between both teams last year was like forty-three or forty-four. Still not great. Not bad. What, what was Juan Amico last year? I'd, I'd argue I'm that he was the same. Their numbers are actually pretty close. 45 last year with the Celtics, 44.8. Their numbers so, are pretty close. So, so a little more efficient. I like this three-point stroke by the end of the year. You you invested in him a little bit over two years. I felt like they got to know him. I felt like you had a little trust on that bench spot there. I just – you had the chance to make him a restricted free agent. I don't know why they didn't take it. Yeah. I mean, Teague, in 2018, he averaged 8.2 assists per game. I mean, this guy's still got talent. He's a good passer. He's, he's, he's an excellent passer, better Let's, than Wanamaker. Let's move on here. Uh, before we do, I got to tell people about um, our situation with Manscaped. Uh, I, I should have it memorized by now, but I got to call it up again. All right. So Manscaped, that's our sponsor. You see the Keyword garden. What's that? Keyword garden for 20% off. Yeah. But I got to tell everybody. 20, Jimmy. Products. Come it's on, the bro. products, Jimme. It's the products I got to no, tell people. No, I know. People. I, oh, garden 20. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Garden 20. All right. So our friends at Manscaped here to remind you to take care of your biggest grooming and hygiene needs from head to toe with the all-in-one Manscaped Performance Package Kit. Delivers the best tools to shave your body, including the family jewels. Um, so here's what we get out of this thing. The Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. Guys, we've we've been ta- touting the superiority of the 3.0 over the 2.0. Um, we have, yeah. We have. Um, the Weed Whacker, that's for ear, nose, and hair. Um uh, ear, nose, and yeah, ear and nose hair. Sorry, ear, nose, and hair. Ear and nose hair. Uh, you've got the crop preserver. That's deodorant for down below. You have uh, foot duster, foot powder, uh, manscaped cologne. And on top of that, everything else, you can put it in a uh, travel bag to carry your goods with manscaped yep. and manscaped anti-chafing boxer briefs to hold your entire package together. So again, 20% off free shipping with the code GARDEN20 at manscaped.com. 20% off garden20manscape.com. I'm required by law to say that your balls will thank you. Okay. <laughs> That's a great touch right there. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing I, I want to do. Here's the stocking thing. stuffers. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing I wanted to jump to. Cause this, 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 this kept making me matter and matter as the, as the weekend went on. I mean, for the, for the 12 or so hours that we were, that uh. somehow this Bogdan, Bobby, you're 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 moving your mouth, but no words are coming out. That mute button. It was an angry weekend for John. 
Okay, so let me let's get into this here. Okay, so after the Celtics miss out on Hayward, there's a ton of Danny anger, and we can get into that again whether we feel like it. But I think it's well established that he lost three premium free agents in two years, didn't get anything in return, and whether or not he could have saved them or not, there was a we, we definitely had some issues with yeah the not consolidating picks, maybe trading a Rosier or seeing a few things ahead of time before you got to this thing because a lot of stuff walked out that door without anything and Hayward was a real was a was a real kick in the ball so um then all of a sudden Celtics Twitter explodes we're gonna get bogged on because we're gonna get a mid-level and we're gonna get this and we're gonna sign and trade and it's gonna be amazing and we can pay him and everybody seemed to get on board that this was a done deal just simply because the math could work but Ooh. never at any point in time were the Celtics considered or reported by anybody who actually has sources as a real suitor uh, for for Bogdanovich here, and then predictably Atlanta, who was the front runner for him all the time, signs him to an offer sheet, which Sacramento is certainly going to match, which means he's off the board. And so this was a fairly predictable outcome, but everybody got themselves in a lather and then started dunking on all of the Danny critics out there who were saying <laughs> Danny blew it, and they're like, no, because we're gonna have Bogdan and Tristan and Teague, and that's better than Cantor and Hayward and whatever. So Danny wins again. Give yeah. me a break. You know, like it would have been great I, if that happened. And it's the same thing when uh, Danny was able to pull the badness of. Uh, Kyrie into getting Kemba and then almost snuck out Al too and almost saved the day. But I don't think this was ever real. And no. it seems like it's not going to happen. So I think people just have to start coming to grips with, this is the Celtics team you have. This is this is the team. Get used to it and then embrace it and, and stop with these fantasy dream scenarios. But Bobby's going to tell us why one of them still exists. So the, the Bogdan one. It is twisted mind. Sorry, was that enough? Or did I encapsulate all of it in my rant, Jimmy? Yeah, Yo, you fucking yes, target. The bo- nailed it. The Bogdan, the Bogdan idea is a metaphor in some sense because it's oh, a good, possibility oh, a metaphor. That, comes, that, that comes into play when the season starts, no matter who it is, Bogdan, yeah. any other different target out there that could possibly be an upgrade on the wing for the Celtics because they're going to have as much if this Hayward sign and trade goes through as 37 million in a trade exception to sign anyone to at any cost in a trade here. Uh, so Bogdan signing off your sheet here. If the Kings match and he goes back to Sacramento, which seems like it's going to happen here and Sacramento goes through the year, decides that they don't want him, decides they want to dump that contract, even if they do that before the year, Celtics make a ton of sense. And if all the Kings are getting back is a trade exception there, all that money comes right off the books for them, which, you know, if the Celtics are sending a future first-round pick, maybe multiple future first-round picks, think it makes a ton of sense here. And as John said, if Bogdan lands on this current team, if someone else down the line lands on this current team at the wing, who's an upgrade there over Semi Ojale or whoever else, uh, you're looking at a better Celtics team for Wait, next year. If Sacramento signs him, he can't be traded until midseason, right? Yeah, that's why I say end of the season. Okay, uh, so really, but again, a couple of he can be, he can be at the all What's that? What's that, Josue? You think a couple of first round picks will get it done, though? You think that would be it? It depends where Sacramento's at because they're just not a contending team right now. They're well, looking to unload the is, guys. This no, but is I mean, all just you're being made unloading. up anyways. This is all it's, just it's, thin it's, air. It's, it's make-believe. Right. Again, so you like, don't know. Oh, John, well, that's why, that's why I call it a John, metaphor. You can't, you can't criticize Ainge yet. You have to wait until the end of next season to see if he can still get bogged on. So – so everyone hold off from your criticism. Well, this is the point. Wait, wait, Especially with this kind of even, We don't even know if Danny's interested. You know, we know nothing exactly. other than a few people Somebody on Twitter. Just threw this name out here. A few people on Twitter just wished it into existence. Hey, we could get bogged on. And everyone's like, that's awesome. Oh, let's do it. So the money <laughs> so works. What, what, let's go, Bogdan. Yeah. So what? What did we? What did we talk about when the Indiana it's and the Boston talked about in like a reporter way? No reporter. No, it was said. it was a name. It was an example. Bogdan could be. People I don't were know. Bought, people were printing jerseys. They were, yeah. they were set. It starts. It I starts think. with that. It starts with that idea, Bob, and then like people take off with it, and all of a sudden he's being seen at Logan Airport. You know what I mean? Like it. it 
it's no, just, it's an it's idea. It's, it's an idea of a guy who would have fit into that salary slot. He pretty. I gotta do the math off the top of my head here, but he comes in under twenty million dollars a year, which is just at what the Celtics can use without hitting that luxury tax. So it's an idea. It's the best of probably any guy dream. that you would be able to get for that. I, it's maybe somewhat of a dream, but it shows that the Celtics now have the flexibility that they were looking for by doing that Indiana trade. Uh, Ryan Bernadoni came out yesterday and said there's a distinct possibility that the Celtics are happier coming out of this with just money to use rather than a Miles Turner and a Doug McDermott, as we talked about. We're once again, though, and this is an, this is the next story here. We are uh, we are once again uh, hoping that the Hornets do this sign and trade, which which is not certain. They still they don't might. have any. They don't have any reason not to. That's the thing. Right. What I'm saying is that's always been the case. So that's why it was surprising at first when the report was they were just going to renounce Batum uh, and his. That would have been dumb. The nine million, which essentially made Gordon's thirty nine million a year, uh, because that would have been dead money. There, yeah. they would have had, had to eat, uh, and they were fine. They seemed fine to do it. So we're not this isn't even a done deal. This isn't certain. Again, this fantasy land, we don't even have, the Celtics haven't even made that trade to get the cap space to theoretically sign a guy with whom they haven't actually been tied to who may or may not have any interest in playing here. I mean, how many theoretical things are we going to throw out here to make ourselves feel better that they right. fucked up the off season? Like, yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's. I mean, you thought the Spanish better get used to Aaron Eastman. So, I'm telling you, you better hope that's a shooter off the bench because that's that's it. That's the reality of it. You know. So- so yeah, uh, let's go. Let's go back to that Indiana trade, which is what we would have been feeling good about if they. I don't want to, Taylor man. I'm, I'm gonna get pissed off, Bobby. I'm gonna get pissed off. You really wanted that if it would have been McDermott and Turner, and that's it. One thousand percent. Here's my. Do you, you like the alternative, Bobby? You like nothing. It feels like there's some added flexibility here at the very least. And you get Thompson instead of Turner, which I'm 100% happy about. Uh, you know, Turner's not a, a, Turner's not necessarily a better player than Thompson at this point. Yeah, he but I think it's going forward. But yeah, this but I year, think it was ridiculous, Bobby. I think it was ridiculous for Danny Age to even expect that they would give up someone like TJ Warren, who averaged like 35 points in the bubble. Like, what, what are you crazy? Like, I, I think he was way. He was reaching there. Like I think this was his way of saying, I'm not going to lose this trade. And he walked away from it. I, I don't know. Yeah, Look, I agree. It's okay, not as fine. devastating, but we'll, time will tell, right? I mean, we'll see what happens in the future, but this could come back to bite him for sure. So unless I missed something, those were also pretty, pretty vague or loose reports, right? Coming out of what the Celtics were interested in getting back. Do we Nobody, even yeah. do we even know that Indy had a competitive offer to give gordon hayward do we even know that we don't know a lot of things we also don't we know don't. So their what, offer their well, offer that's because was, michael jordan swooped in and dropped his that's what know, I what everybody the bag. Bag. The, ru- the rumor the rumor was indy's offer was a hundred million which comes in short of course so jimmy what are you, where are you getting with this my point is this did indy have an offer on the table for gordon hayward that danny ainge held up do we know that as true? I don't know we do. So that's why my criticism of, listen, you let Gordon Hayward go. Yeah, that's criticism in and of itself. But I'm not going to sit here and say, how could Danny be so greedy or how could he be so ridiculous where he wouldn't accept that off? He wouldn't accept that return. We don't even know that that was a legitimate option. We don't. Yeah, but you but, knew you know that they were having conversations, Jimmy, and you. But we know don't know that what, it, somewhere it, somewhere it, in the middle could have agreed with something though. He's right. We don't know. If here, it's a totally. There's two totally different scenarios here. If Ainge could have pulled off this trade at any point in time, hung on a little bit because he didn't really believe there was a team out there like us was looking around saying Nixon. I don't think the Knicks in Atlanta are real. Didn't really see Charlotte coming in this thing and thought. I, I kind of have some control here, overplayed it, waited too long, and that was that, and that Gordon and Indiana and everybody would have been happy two weeks ago, a week ago doing this, whenever they could have started doing their deals, um, and, 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 and he let that go, that's bad. Which you couldn't um, do two weeks ago. If, but what is more likely than not is, Char- is the Indiana thing just drove up the price for Charlotte, who came in and just got it done. 
um, and that Gordon was going to wait and see, knowing that Indiana was always a fallback scenario, and that right. Charlotte just came in and did it, and there's probably nothing. Right. I, probably, but we don't know. It's, it was Gordon Hayward's choice at the end of the day. I mean, he wanted to go – maybe he wanted to go to Indy, and maybe Indy didn't want him enough, or may, maybe Gordon Hayward was waiting it out for a bigger offer, and Charlotte came over the top. Nobody maybe Charlotte has better cheese shops. Maybe. I mean, it's difficult maybe, to say, right, Jimmy? Robinson. I mean, let's face it. It's, it's almost a moot point, right? Because Michael Jordan just threw him the bag. So it's like, regardless of what the deal was, if you're Gordon Hayward, which option right. were you going to take, you know? But if you're Gordon Hayward, I mean, Gordon Hayward's agent, maybe you had an idea that some offer like this was coming or possible. Let me maybe let me ask you guys maybe this. that's part of the reason why it was, it was on ice. Uh, let me, let me ask point. you guys this. Would you rather have Miles Turner and Doug McDermott right now or Tristan Thompson and $37 million to use on a trade later? Because that's what it came down to here. I mean, there's a real chance the Celtics looked at what Indiana was offering and said, it's not worth going into the tax for this, for Miles Turner and Doug McDermott. Now we have flexibility. We can use that mid-level exception to get a really good player in Thompson, and we can make a trade later in the season. So I'm going to hold out. They have to do something after this, like a Bogdan. It doesn't have to be Bogdan. That's why I say metaphor. And then we'll judge them there. Yeah, but see, that's the problem, Bobby. I don't like. Metaphor. I don't like Danny Ainge's uh, recent you know, uh, word. trade. You know, if you look at if you look at Danny <laughs> you know trying to pursue trades lately, it's not looking good, man. Like he hasn't been able to successfully pull one off, right? It's been a while. Trader Danny's—he's on a cold streak, right, fellas? Like, come on, like. Oh, don't write. Let's just hope he pulled a trade off. Like, I don't know if that's necessarily the move. I, I like Tristan Thompson a lot. I didn't like Bobby, Miles. You like the Bobby. You you are in love with the idea of this player that's going to come in and save the day. I am you like, for sure. You, you you would rather just have that exception, just indefinitely, and just be able to say, oh well, they could do this, or they could do that. Or they, the they problem, do this, or the problem with the exception, if they never do it, then it doesn't help them. The problem with the exception is you do need stuff to give with it to entice for a player like that. The hope is, as you start playing these young guys throughout the year, as you start to have them prove themselves more, as you get into a year and see options that you like toward the trade deadline, you're in a better position to make a trade than you are right now. Well, um, I think this is what it comes down to. And again, let's let's switch gears here. I think, again, the reason I, I went on the little Bogdan rant um, and, and this whole everything is just stop diluting. Celtics fans need to stop diluting themselves that there's some magic right. move here out there, okay? Right. That Danny's going to maneuver his way out of this and just accept that you still have, you know, the – the, the 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 core of Jalen and Jason with Kemba and Smart and then a couple of pieces that you can count on with Thompson uh, team coming off the bench uh, and now you're really what it's going to come down to you're going to place a lot a lot a lot of uh, of 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 stock in what you're going to get out of Nesmith and Langford next year because that's going to be the difference okay if you have a legit scorer um, in Nesmith and Langford develops and actually is something close to who you thought he might be when you drafted him and is a viable, you know, uh, wing who can play legit minutes, get score some buckets, play defense. His defense was actually surprisingly very good last year and get a full healthy year out of him. If you can rotate these guys in as wings who won, who, who can who can play roles on this team and, and give you some good bench minutes there, you're going to feel a lot better about things because you're going to feel that you have some developmental guys who may or may not end up being stars, but can eat real minutes on this team. And maybe again, we talk about supplementing where you've lost in other places and you make gains other places. So you're looking at a little bit of development, a little more from Tatum and Brown without Hayward being there to, to, to just have the ball in their hands a little bit more. And you're looking at these guys to step it up a tad and be a little better, maybe a little more out of Rob Williams. And if everybody raises it up a little bit, you may be close to the same level you were last year. It's not going to excuse the fact that you could have done that plus had assets, the two things are mutually exclusive. You could have done, you'd be counting on all of these guys to do these things and still have some assets in the trove here to do things with uh, an exception, or whatever. So, look, you're still okay if they pull off something with Charlotte and they have that money ready to ready to pull a trigger on something down the road if they see fit. Yeah. You'll feel better about that. But this is the team. Get used to it and start rooting hard for Naismith and Romeo to turn into something 
immediately. And let's let's remember like without from- that, your bench is awful. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's awful. And you have one injury. Like how many, how many, how many stretches did they survive without Gordon, without Jalen, without Smart, without whatever? You lose one of those guys, and you're like, all right. You send it to win. More minutes for this guy. You lose what you lose Jalen for a stretch of seven games, eight games, twelve games. Friggin', I don't want to see who's playing there. So you, <laughs> you need you need these guys to be passable very fast. And let's and let's remember uh, Langford's probably gonna be out a month, month and a half to start this season. Great. So he's not awesome. in the picture either. Yeah. Uh, they're thin. They're <laughs> extremely thin to start this year. They bring back semi Ojale yesterday, which is interesting. Uh, that probably factors into this flexibility <laughs> I'm talking about. Yeah, because why is that interesting, Bobby? They have no one else. They need wing guys. Well, like, there were guys out there. Of course you bring back Semi. And this is the – I didn't love the Jeff Teague move because there were other ways to upgrade yourself on the wing like a Tory Craig or the likes who are out there. Kent Bazemore goes to Golden State. So I find or it interesting that – Yeah. Or I, that goes back to what we were talking about before. But <laughs> – I think everything they did puts into my mind that they're going to do something else at some point because the picture here doesn't totally make sense right now. John's right. It's thin on the wing. You're you're pressing a ton of inexperienced players to come in and impact now. Naismith in particular. Naismith could end up starting on this team if you want to keep Marcus Smart on the bench. I saw some people theorizing that today as well, too. I mean, it's a big leap to say that. You could show up. Training camp is in nine days. I mean, this is like, That's you know, crazy. usually we, we would hear this sort of fodder, you know, after like, you know, Summer League, but we don't even have that. People already yeah. can't even overreact it. to Summer League. I don't yeah. trust it. We don't even have Summer League. People are losing. No, you got to you got, you got to start smart, which is tough, too. Now, all of a sudden, Jeff Teague's like your main guy off the bench. They're thin. Jeff They're Teague extremely thin. 17 team. points a game with that second unit. They have nobody else in there. Yeah. And he can play and make too, which is good. That's and why I liked him. Is you you actually you don't you need guys who just can get their shots. Okay, mm-hmm. whether how how efficient they are sometimes doesn't matter. What you can't have is Semi and and Langford and these guys just get getting rid of the ball fast because none of them wants to shoot it and just winging it around the perimeter for somebody to just jack a three this, block goes down. This this makes the Naismith pick look a little better too, doesn't it? We don't know for Absolutely. sure, but if he's a guy who can step right in and score right away, that's well, the you kind have of guy you need on this team. That's why right. the key, Romeo and Romeo and Naismith are the key to this being a functional team next year beyond what you know you got out of the starting five, which is still quality. Um so I, 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 that's, that, that's it. I mean, the, this is the name of the game, the wings here, you know? And yeah, I mean, uh, like that's the, that's the biggest concern, right guys? Like what, what's, what's the bigger concern than that? The wing position in my opinion, secondary wing position. That's why I would have used the mid-level on that instead of a big, I would have floated it with the bigs that they had and brought in a, 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 a wing and seen if you could sup, you could have gotten to. Was seven. there a wing out there good enough to. Yeah, Montreal, you know. Yo, See, he's not I, coming to Boston, John. I know it would have been nice. him know, and Marcus Smart right. together. I, I know. I feel you, bro. I always, I always <laughs> look at the best player available, and the best player out of all the wings, all the bigs we we're looking at was Thompson. So I'm fine with that. If you did a wing, like I don't know, Tory Craig or whoever, you, it would have been better. better. What's that? Thompson. I'd say yes. Harold, Harold's good. I've always liked him. He's an awful defender. He's a horrid defender. Red, so that's make, something that you know, that's something that the Lakers flops, have to deal with. If Thompson flops, Bobby, you're not gonna hear the end of it, man. I'm, I'm just saying. I don't <laughs> think it's possible. I'm I don't think it's for possible. You. I'm pulling for you, bro. I'm pulling for you. He's not getting paid enough to flop. I just think he's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine. You're not. Exactly. We're gonna that's have, what I expect from him. You're, you're gonna have but the same vibe. You need fine. You need fine. Huh? You need fine. But you're you gonna have, have the fine off the same bench. Five about the bigs at the end of the year as you did the end of last year, maybe a little bit. I think better with Thompson, but you're not gonna be like, oh, we're all set. You know, like this is it. I said Thompson's a matchup specific guy. 
I thought Thompson was such a pleasant surprise yesterday. I didn't think they were actually going to be in the running for him. I thought the LAs were going to step in. I thought Cleveland was going to fight hard to keep him. There's a reason yesterday that we were doom and gloom during the day. And then at night, it was like, all right, there's a little something here. He's still a great player. How old is he now? I don't think he's hit 30 yet. He's 29. Last year, he averages 12, 10, and 2. Uh, he's starting to hit threes now. He's 39% from three. This guy is going to have you all bought in by the end of the year. And Jimmy's with me for once. Me and Jimmy are on the same team here for once. Uh, this guy's going to sell you two. Thompson train. All right. Uh, last thing I want to talk about before we wrap it all up, okay? Um, it was not my belief that – I said this on this show um, uh, that – not the fan. I know Jimmy, you were saying the fans were so mean to Hayward, and that's why he left. And I was like, Give me a break. Fans I didn't don't have say that. I not you. Uh, Bobby that. said it. Bobby yeah. said it. Yeah. <laughs> all we do on this all we do on this show is misassign blame. Yeah. <laughs> and and not give credit. Um, <laughs> <true>. <laughs> you got that one. You got that one, John. That's true. That's fine. All right. anyway, that doesn't matter. That's not why we play the game. So what's your what's your point? <laughs> that's how we yeah. play the game. So I, my point was at the time, I'm like, give us a, I was like, give it, give it a, give it a rest to have what's the, the ego associated. And then with you're, that? you're changing your mind, right? Developing opinion. Okay. So I, I would have thought it's ridiculous. Fans are fans. That stuff doesn't matter. Who do we think we are that, you know, who do people think they are that they can influence somebody's decision because of some yeah. mean tweets or this or that, or blah, blah, blah. And then I read Robin Hayward's Instagram post. We, we read it live on the air which I don't mean to take parting shots for family members here, but man, was that a lot to unpack. <laughs> that was, that was I a mean, whole. these are not hard things to write. Okay. So not to get into it, just uh, let's get into it again. No, we can get into it. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> let's do it briefly here. Okay. Now what we're looking at, and I'm going to pull it up here. Where was it? I just had it, just had it. There it is. Okay, so again, you guys have probably seen this before, but the Robin Hayward, this is soon after, and we read this live on the air in our Gordon Hayward Leaves Reacts show. Uh, first things first, she offers a disclaimer saying, contrary to the media in Boston, I have really enjoyed my time here and the relationships Whatever I've made. Which start right okay. there. Like, it's a great <laughs> yeah, right? But then everything after that sentence contradicted it. So it was, I'm going to miss the community uh, I lived in from the local police officers from checking in on me every day, the friends I made at Roach Brothers who were ready to chat when I was lonely, the wonderful neighbors, and of course, my friends at the cheese shop. I couldn't have been as happy as I was without all of you. Trust is a hard thing to have in the NBA world, but I do trust my small community. <laughs> Always had my back. We are grateful for them keeping us company while Gordon was away. Excited to see him uh, thrive in New Orleans, in Charlotte. Okay, fine. What wasn't mentioned in that, in that text? Okay, let's list the things that she did not mention. The Boston Celtic. Go ahead. The team. Yeah. Celtics the team. fans. The Danny, team. The fans. Something <laughs> about the front fans. Office. The players' wives, the other people involved there, the, the Celtics community, the organization, the great city of Boston. And it doesn't mean – why force it? You don't have to force it. If you don't feel that way, you shouldn't mm -hmm. BS it. But Hayward, oh, I was – you guys welcomed me in his message. You guys welcomed me in. You made me a part of it. You made me feel part of it and yada, yada. Even if you don't believe it, typically on your way out, that's what you say. It was yeah. great. Everybody who's ever left a job, oh my God, all the friendships I've made here, and then you never text one of them again. You know, like yeah. that's how it works. Everybody does this. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get together for a beer, and then you never see them again. Okay. I think most importantly, though, wow. it's about the fans. I disagree. I mean, I you have, have to call your friends. You and I are friends. <laughs> well, you text me. I don't really text you back, but you know what I mean. That's how it goes. So. That was, I mean, you're, she went out of her way to point out that I literally hated everybody, but like these five people. And so, so I, why, I wonder how much of that was not Gordon. We're not doing this again. Why? Why were the police checking on her? That one, like, made... <laughs> we're you, you know what that was, Bobby? That's a hashtag Blue Lives Matter. That's what I think that was. I don't yeah, know. that's my opinion, though. That's just me. I just, I, I heard like it was something to do with she was pregnant and Hayward was away or whatever, but I read that the first time and I was like, like what, what, what do you mean by that? But I don't know. Like you said, John, it was a yeah, but statement. Like we love to hear, but blah, 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 blah. 
uh, it was a small circle. It was Wellesley. It was cheese. Nothing wrong with cheese. I love cheese. I'd be in a cheese shop too if there was a nice one here in Peabody uh, for my wine. But you know, it's a weird, weird statement. <laughs> it was so. So I it mean, again, weird, yeah. <laughs> it's, not kill, it's not to kill her or this or that. I mean, it was, it's weird. It's tone deaf. Maybe she didn't realize that like, oh, I forgot to mention like anyone who actually matters. Um, you know, just, well, just cheese, email. Cheese, How about the organization, man? Like, come Not on Not to now. mention the Celtics organization and the fans, even half meaning it. Holy crap, you know? So <laughs> how do we, how, so going out the door, <laughs> it, it feels like we're piling imagine on. Being like, well, imagine just being like, oh, I got to thank Roach Brothers. Like that's, that's I know. Seriously, how does Roche Brothers was it, was go above the organization? Like, how does Roche Brothers make it, it on top the of the list above this organization? It wasn't the establishment. It was her friends. <laughs> Holy, yeah. it's it's gonna be it's gonna be easy to pile on Hayward now as he walks out the door, and I I'm in on the fun too. The whole the whole statement. Yeah, you sound like edu- education reform. <laughs> Education. I'm, 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 I'm glad we can. I'm glad we can dig back in the education reform oh. on the back of the jersey. I liked Hayward. I did. I thought he was a great player here. I wanted to keep him. It's unfortunate the way many of the things went, which brought much of that backlash back to them unjustly. I thought, uh, but overall, there was a awkwardness to it. Whether it was the, what we talked about, him going from being the top guy on the team to being the fourth guy on the team. Fairly quiet over the years. We don't hear a lot of him going out the door. Don't think he's ever going to talk much about the experience, at least the way he's handled it so far. Uh, and, you know, he was amicable. You know, you guys were around him all the time. He was great He was great with the press. But, again, reserved, separate from the rest of the it team, like, it yeah. felt like. Like, it just – it was awkward. The whole tenure here was awkward. It's awkward on the way going out, of course. Uh, and every time he comes back to Boston now, he's probably going to get booed, right? Yeah. It, it, and, and everything, it, you're going to play the what yeah. if. You're going to play the what if. He's going to get booed like freaking not. crazy. But you're going to play know. the what if game forever with Hayward because you have no idea if that doesn't happen to him on day one, night right. one, what happens. You also wonder what happens if he enters this environment without Kyrie Irving. You know, like that could There's be so many what ifs, right? There's so many because the Kyrie was the poison that drove everybody apart there. And so that made nobody want to be here. Nobody. Well, okay. When if Celtics fans were to boo Gordon Hayward, that would be disgusting. That would be ridiculous. Honestly. They will. It would be disgraceful. Why wouldn't they? Why? Why? Joe Sway, he, at the end of the day, to Celtics fans, he left. He, he chose to leave the Celtics to go to yeah. another team. So that's what they're going to do. It's think fair about, game. And that's it's what fair game. Cool. But how is it a fair game? He wasn't go- he's going to be in a completely different role with the Charlotte Hornets. That's a completely different situation. Oh, God, man. He was you looking out for himself. He's looking out for his own dollars. I mean, yeah, okay. Just yeah, yeah, welcome, selfish, welcome but- to the world. Just wait. You're being a rational-minded human being, not a fan at the Garden who's going right. to boo the shit out of him. Yeah, but John, you know what that is. But that's if the Celtics completely fall off the face of the earth and completely, you know, then you get the booze. But if no, the top team in the Eastern Conference, that's not going to happen. Just wait. I don't play the sh- you should boo game. You, I don't. I'm never going to tell people what no. you should do, boo or not boo. I'm just telling right. you they're going to boo. It felt Especially like they were ready to boo him when he was on the team. Yeah, Trust me, I'm just Joe telling Swain. you it's going to happen. Look at the freaking comments here. What would have happened if he boo. signed that second contract? Then you get the booze. And he, did, and he Celtics, you know, got injured two more times. Then you get the booze. Yeah, exactly. Every Celtics blogger, podcaster, reporter is going to tell you why you shouldn't boo Gordon Hayward. And every fan's going to boo Gordon Hayward because that's what the fans do. That's what makes them fans. Fans are fanatics. It doesn't mean everything they do is right. They're just doing it because at the end of the day, they cheer for Listen, we, this. They cheer we, for the laundry. They cheer for the name on, on the front. Yeah, not the we, 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 Kyrie Irving is getting booed. That's it. Kyrie Irving is getting booed. That's it. We we oh, talked Kyrie about getting booed at, at 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 best case he only gets booed if you're Kyrie Irving I'm like probably scared. Who else getting booed besides Kyrie Irving? Uh, to me, that's it. That's it. When, when we when this Ooh, all started, we started talking about Hayward two months ago, and the first thing I we forget, thought is Al Horford get booed. He didn't. He got an ovation. Yeah, he got out of it the latest out of all. That's actually guys. a great example. He he got the cover up of that one, but now Hayward's departure is isolated. There's no more Irving thing yeah, overshadowing it. Hayward's a little different. Hayward's so Celtics fans, think about it. If Michael guys, Jordan, I'm not even offering you 120 million dollars to go play the Hornets. Come on, man. <laughs> guys, You're not gonna I'm take that bag. You're not gonna take that bag. 
I'm every, that's not what it's about. These I'm putting consecutive comments on the screen. Yeah, no, I mean this is what it's gonna sound like, exactly like that. And I'm not that's, even that's, jumping that's, around. Let me let me put no, it in the booze. Mad booze. <laughs> there, <laughs> there was a chance here for Hayward to stay, and of course, go get your money. If your if your thing is go get the most money possible, and there's no knocking that, you go do it. But when this all started two months ago, we said this team has a chance to keep them. And then a month later, we're here sitting here the whole week saying there's no chance to keep them. And that's why people are going to boo. He could have stayed and he chose to leave. And that that's what gets guys booed. Yeah, G's going to be G's going to be sipping tequila with Michael Jordan smoking stogies. He'll be <laughs> chilling. He's going to be straight. Drinking yeah. that brand new tequila. Wick might the, be there too. Don't worry about it. Wick might be either. laughing about all this. <laughs> As they're writing out a check to a community organization, I won't name. <laughs> That's the thing is, fans are going to remember how he didn't ever play because he was always hurt, and then he bounced and left them with nothing. The technical nothing left him. Celtic, you saw how Celtics fans treated him when he was here. Now he's gone. That's it's true. Gonna be okay, relentless. that's fair. But if the Celtics make it, even if the Celtics make it back to the Eastern Conference Finals, he doesn't get booed. Unless the Celtics fall from, from you Just know, wait. being a top team. I'm telling you, that's the difference. Just wait. You were practically booing them no, in the no, Eastern no, Conference no <laughs> You were booing him off the court. I was what? You were practically booing him off the court during the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, no, no, I know. Like, Celtics have proved to were. me that they can get that far without him. That was the difference. I'm getting the tape. That's the tape, John. He was booing <laughs> Hayward off the court in the Eastern I wanna, Conference Finals. After, that was on one foot. After the game where he missed the layup, we got to go get the tape. I just don't think he deserves yeah. booze. Like, damn. Like, Michael Jordan different. just gave you $120 million. What would you do? Does he deserve You're it? You're lying if you don't question. Play. Does That's he deserve it? And will it happen? Are two different questions. Does he deserve it? I still think yes. <laughs> That's yeah. debatable. Will he? One thousand percent. That's not debatable. He's going to get savagely booed to the point that I don't think you're going to hear anything else the entire game. You I know what I, else is going to happen. If he does, Celtics I blame Robbins. Robbins fault. Celtics fans <laughs> might not even cheer for good things happening. They'll be so into booing Gordon the entire time that that's all you're going to hear the whole game. I don't know. You know it's going to be like that for Kyrie, for sure. That's going to be oh, the loudest yeah, boos. Loudest boos in the fans back. I know. I, I, that's the sad thing about next also, season. Also, you know, because we want everybody to live long lives and we want this pandemic to end once and for all. But, man, the experiences at the Garden next year, hopefully welcoming fans back at some point or another with these guys coming in will be great. So, Will the Hornets, oh, will the Hornets be good next year? They might make the playoffs. Maybe. Yeah, we're good. I mean, they they're turning in, They're turning into the Celtics. They got Rozier. They got Hayward. I mean, how good? How good can they? Be? Wait, hold on. Let me ask you guys this question though: If the Celtics pulled off a sign and trade, is he, does he still get booed, or is everyone going to be like, "Yeah, you, yes. you get a sign and trade for us"? Yeah, oh, he, no one, he gets. No one, is that the difference? <laughs> he gets booed he gets for a couple booed. reasons because we've talked about this. He gets booed regardless because people people didn't take to him when he was here and he's somewhere right. else. And we talked about it the other day that the Gordon Hayward era in Boston was a total failure because he spent one year injured, a second year sucking, and then played well for two months in the third year. I don't care if they made the conference finals that year. Yeah. At no, the I'm end of the day, the church, bro. I'm, I'm with at the you. end of the day, you got, <laughs> nothing, you got nothing out of Hayward and you lost the asset possibly. So it was actually a net negative. So, um, so let's here. say, let's say hypothetically, he he resigned with the Celtics, and then he sucked, or he was injured. Excuse me, he, he was injured again, and everyone was disappointed. I think that is when I'm like, okay, Celtics fans will definitely boo him then. But I, I don't know. I just don't. Uh, again, I don't. That that's my opinion. Yeah. So they they're gonna they're gonna. Um, so I think we I think we've covered as much as we're gonna cover. We've been on an hour. Uh, we're yes. gonna. There'll be more stuff coming throughout the offseason, no question about it. We'll let people know once again about our sponsor, Manscaped. Uh, 20% off and free shipping with the code GARDEN20 at manscaped.com. 20% off, free shipping with the code GARDEN20 at manscaped.com. Uh, for those of you, and this has been awesome, the last few days, a ton of you have jumped on. We've seen the comments. A lot of people uh, digging the show. Some people hate us and want to just come on and troll and that's, that's okay too. yeah that's all good toronto <laughs> fans always welcome we love you guys a lot um Tampa toronto fans. today sign aaron baines they did 
They did. Great um, intersection. I, I want to tell everybody, please um, uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Some of you, a lot of you are watching it there right now. I know for sure we are streaming on all CLNS media platforms, including Twitch and uh, Twitter and, and that. But a lot of you are on our YouTube page right now, which is great. So by all means, please uh, uh, subscribe. That way you're going to get and, and sign up for notifications. You'll get pinged every time we go live. You join the chat. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, hear what you're thinking. Uh, we'll do a ton of these uh, throughout the rest of the off season, and then we'll be doing them when the season begins. Uh, post game shows as well, different rotating we'll cast of Yeah, but uh, hopefully a lot of these staples here: Jimmy Toscano, Bobby Manning, CLNS Media, and Celtics Blog, Josue Pavone from Heavy.com, also CLNS Media, uh, formerly EEI. What hasn't Josue done? He's covered covered <laughs> for several years. Jimmy Brian, bro. Jimmy, veteran reporter, covered the Celtics, covered the Red Sox, covered the Patriots. Uh, we'll all be there. Hopefully, we'll be down at the Garden sooner rather than later. We don't know what the media right. plan is yet, but that is our goal. And if so, we'll be bringing you live reports from the Garden and from our studios uh, downtown. So uh, there's a lot of stuff to be excited about for the season. So we're psyched. We're happy to have you with us. I'm going to sign off, guys. Thanks for joining. Uh, final final word, Jimmy, Bobby, Josue. And I need yeah, a word. No, nothing. Semi Ojoy back. I love it. Oh god. Oh god. Yeah. One of my favorite like Celtics. That's like that's like touting like sacrifice flies and like why they matter in baseball. <laughs> he's like, a guy, he's a guy I love who gets people going. <laughs> he's a guy I generally like who gets people going, so I'm glad to see it. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like Evan Lazar and his guard play. Uh, <laughs> next, next next time we we meet we we should break down some some other teams in the east that that have gotten better or worse and see where and, the Celtics are. We are, and I'd like to. We're going to do uh, big questions as well. Uh, now with, I feel the roster is set. We will uh, we'll do a couple of segments and a garden report segments, whether they're live or a big live show, and then we'll break it into some pieces and put them out on our YouTube channel. Uh, main, big questions surrounding the team. Uh, if you guys want to send us your suggestions, some of the biggest questions you think facing the team this year, we could talk about that as well. So again, for these guys, we're going to sign off. Thanks.